I realized this is such a cool pizza place that I've gone to before. Then it just clicked. Oh, wow. I don't ever see them on Instagram. Like they don't really post anything. They never tag us. Uh, so I decided to record for them, maybe make a reel for them. And I spoke to them and I said, hey, give me a business card. They didn't have a business card, you know. So I said, you know what? I'm here to help you. And I would love to help your business. Here's my information. Please contact me and give me all the contact numbers you have. And I would like to speak to your owner because I want to help you. To them, he's like, wow, we do need help. We didn't realize it, but we do. And I would love some marketing and some help with that. Thank you so much. And I said, you're welcome. So if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have created a relationship either. So there, boom, done. Created a relationship, exchanged information. Here's my information and show also that you're genuinely interested in helping them as well. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. back live yet to the get up girl podcast and today is the 4th of may it is may the force fourth be with you day star wars day and salome and i if you are watching on youtube or twitch or facebook all the channels she and i have our princess leia buns and if you're listening to your favorite podcast channel great but you can always head over to youtube or head over to any of those channels and see our video as well and Salome has a Star Wars shirt on. You can't see, I have cheetah. So I thought, I bought my, I wore my cheetah for Jabba the Hutt. I don't know why I thought cheetah and Jabba the Hutt from the original Star Wars. And then Salome's got her Star Wars shirt on. Today's topic is we're going to talk about the force in our relationships. So this was Salome's idea. She wanted to talk about relationships. And she thought, hey, how can we add the force in there. So Salome, welcome back to the show. We're going to have some fun today. You take it away. And let's talk about what you're talking about earlier, how to create relationships that are strong and have great foundations. I believe that you can build stronger relationships and to just to have a stronger force within the relationships. And this is what I'm talking about. It's kind of when you think the more the merrier, for example, I'm going to go ahead and say, we just had an event, by the way, this past Saturday, Viva Las Divas. And in that event, I created so many relationships and I kept them too. So I'm keeping them as well. I'm not just keeping in touch, but I'm also following up with these relationships, which means I'm putting more force, more power in there, Mm -hmm. more information. Why? Because... I believe that if I help them, we can all help each other as a whole. I'm not helping people so that I can get it back either. I'm doing it with an open mind and just knowing that if I help them, it's most likely going to come back too. So I'm also able to receive that help 
but also I'm not forcing it, meaning like the force is a good thing, but not forcing it in a way where I'm forcing these relationships because I want something out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm making this very with ease. And so I am playing chess. Hey, I'm going to help you because I want to create this, this, and this. And in the long run, it's helping me too. Mm -hmm. Building relationships. I'm building experience. I'm also practicing my social skills. And I think at the, at, in, at the end, we're just going to build a better community. Yeah, I really like that you brought this up. I have been um, kind of toying with this lately about getting out of the house. We have been in the house for the last two years. Mm -hmm. And I we got lazy. We got comfortable with virtual connection with Instagram, Zooms, uh, virtual masterminds, virtual like groups. Like, for example, if I were to ask somebody, they'd be like, oh, I'm in a bunch of groups. Yeah. When's the last time you actually saw them? When's the actual time you got in your car, you drove, you put in time, maybe you took an airplane, you got out of your house, you got dressed up, you threw on your best high heels, your best boots, your best jeans, your best dress, and you put emphasis into that event. And it might've taken you two hours to get ready for it, another hour to get there, three hours at the event, an hour to drive back. So the whole thing took you six to seven hours. Now I totally get, that the virtual thing is, well, gosh, I saved so much time, saved money. I saved, I didn't have to buy a dinner, et cetera. Yet, Salome, what I'm noticing is that we're losing those personal connections. Mm -hmm. We're losing them, you know? And I'm like, when you get out and you see people in person and you connect and you, oh my gosh, nothing compares to it. And I was in it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm part of plenty of groups, but I'm like, you know what? When's the last time I actually hung out with friends, actually listened to them speak, actually like we're there for them. And I'm noticing, you know, you and I were talking, it's a little more difficult to get people out of the house now. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, get out. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And, uh, but connecting in person is so differently than I sent you an email. I sent you a text. I called you. You can only create a relationship thus far, and the force is in person. Yes, Joanna. I completely agree with that. And I also want to add on to when you build relationships with other people, especially in person, means a lot more, too. For example, I'm going to go back to the building of the relationships and Viva Las Divas. Within that, I did follow up the next day, and I went to a 66 Mission to Mission bike rides. You know, And from that event, I was able to follow up with the relationships that I made at Viva Las Divas. I went to uh, Street Records, and I spoke to Angela, which is the owner. And I got to know so much more about her and her business. And then within that, she knows other people, too, that I'm going to meet later. You know, yeah, so in case anybody listening, 626 Gold, this was like a bike ride that was in the same area where our Saturday event was. So Salome went to both events. Then she went to go visit another business in person. Yeah. And so following up, so much force there. So impactful. Following up, listening and remembering these relationships as well. Just yesterday, uh, my brother and I like to eat a lot, uh, out a lot. And we said, okay, let's go visit downtown Alhambra, put in money there. 
and we uh, went to the pizza place that I've been wanting him to to go to. And I know I re realized this is such a cool pizza place that I've gone to before. But I, then it just clicked. Oh, wow. I don't ever see them on Instagram. Like they don't really post anything. They never tag us. Uh, so I decided to record for them, maybe make a reel for them. And I spoke to them and I said, hey, give me a business card. They didn't have a business card, you know. So I said, you know what? I'm here to help you. And I would love to help your business. Here's my information. Please contact me and give me all the contact numbers you have. And I would like to speak to your owner because I want to help you. To them, he's like, wow, we do need help. We didn't realize it, but we do. And I would love some marketing and some help with that. Thank you so much. And I said, you're welcome. So if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have created a relationship either. So there, boom, done. Created a relationship, exchanged information. Here's my information and show also that you're genuinely interested in helping them as well. Yeah, Salome, I love that you brought that up because I want to talk about the give and take energy versus the gifting and receiving energy. And when we meet somebody, you can feel the give and take energy. You could feel when they're like, give me something and I'm going to take something from you. It's very transactional. We, we exchange this. And you can feel someone's BS when they truly want to gift you help. You could read it. I mean, we're human beings. We're, we're not stupid. We, this ain't our first rodeo. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds me, there's this one person that I know. And every time I'm around her, my body just tightens up. And I'm like, she just wants something from me. She really does not give a rat's that She doesn't even know my name. She doesn't care. But she pretends like she cares. And so I'm so highly aware that I'm like, mm, I'm watching you, girl. But then you can meet other people as you going into that pizza place and they can genuinely feel that, you know, she's generally here to help us. And I made sure, yeah, I made sure I did it after I paid too, because I didn't want to make him think like, oh, you know, I want something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I expect free pizza or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did it after we paid too. So I want to make sure I was like, okay, I don't want him to think anything else. And I want him to really think that I do want to help. Um, but yeah, and it, it was very, it was very genuine. They just seemed very surprised too that someone wanted to help them. Mm, I want to talk about that. Yeah, the surprise. Like you generally want to help me. Do you think it's because we just don't? That's not normal. It's abnormal for somebody to genuinely want to help you. I believe so. You don't hear that a lot. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> How can I help you? How can I help you? I generally want to help you. How can I help you? It's like yes, we love help. But it's hard for us to receive help generally. It's hard for us to receive help, I think, because we've been burned. Like you say you want to help us, but do you really want to help? So then maybe we are rough around the edges and it's harder for us to receive help because we're like, yeah, two years ago, that person tried to help me and it was such BS and they lied to me and then we're burned. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, yeah, I I've been burned before too. And I think that a lot of the uh, things, it seems like it's a robot. There's no life. There's no soul inside the, the, I want to help you phrase because you hear it everywhere. Uh, when it comes to marketing and you can tell too, with, um, with marketing and social media, who are those people that really want to help you? Who are the businesses that want to help you generally? Like there's people that I know 
that all about they're all about the finances. I want to help you create a better future for for your finances and your family. For example, Pinky, you know that she's one. And then there's also Lizelle who she wants to help dancers with their finances. And I can totally pick and choose who are the ones that really want to be there for you and want to help the community. I want to go back to what you talked about at the beginning about uh, I'm going to go into jealousy, but talking about really wanting to help people because I think there, I know there is a slight bit of jealousy of we don't want to help each other. Cause what if I help you and you get more than I get or, or whatever. So let's say we have two businesses, we are side by side and we think, well, I don't want to help you because what if you get more business than I get now? I'm not, it's that scarcity mentality. And we think that there's not enough to go around. And this is an abundant life, an abundant world, an abundant planet, an abundant universe. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What do you think that is? The feeling of jealousy when it comes up? Maybe it's more so competitive. Okay. Jealousy. I think there's the competitiveness of wanting to be better and wanting to more success than the person, than your neighbor's. Uh, it exists even in the neighborhoods as where I live right now, you know, for example, I'm going to talk about how I've changed my dance company. For those of you who don't know, I have my own dance company and oh my gosh, Joanna, the vibe has completely changed. Why? Because we've created an outreach program where we want to help everybody, LGBT. Uh, we want to help other dance companies also so we've been collaborating a lot with other dance companies especially during the uh the quarantine because we thought everyone's going through the same thing we're going through so that help them as well and we're not doing it also with let's help them so they can help me let's let's not do that we just want to help all the dance communities why because it if we do that, the community will just become like, I want to create a nicer world, I guess you can say out there. And even if it's a 3% of the community, that's better than that. Mm -hmm. So the way we used to do it is we used to contact all these other directors from dance communities. Hey, do you want to do a workshop together and a dance workshop virtual? Cause at the time it was virtual and we would hit them up and they would be like, what do you want to do this with me? I'm like, yeah, we want to, we want to bond with your team and we can and we can just invite everybody to take this this free class so that people can bond together and meet each other quite a more like a mixer and it worked out really well and because of that we never stopped also during quarantine we never stopped doing what we're doing we we continue to reach out to people so i think that has a lot to do with it too and not being they're not competitive. They're actually willing to help. They're not, you don't want to be better than us, that mentality. Yeah. When the jealousy or the competitive energy comes up for me, I pause and then I get curious and I ask a question like, what is this? And most of the time, the jealousy is a call to action. It's something like it's a wake up for me, like Joanna you're feeling this because there's a call to action for you to step up, to make a different choice, to, to choose something different. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I actually enjoy the jealousy feeling when it comes up. Cause I'm like, okay, first of all, it's not mine. Second of all, I bought it as if it was mine. I'm playing in it and I can either allow it to stop me 
And then I don't act on the jealousy or I ask a question like, what is this? Oh, it's a call to action. Oh, I could choose something different here. Oh, this is not mine. Okay. What is it really? What it really is, Joanna, is maybe it's an example of you actually want to help them. Or maybe it's an example of there's something you can do that is different than what you're choosing right now. And I'm just afraid because I don't want to choose that. It could be a million different doors that if you open that door, but until we get curious, that's what the jealousy is. And I used to be afraid of the jealousy. I used to feel shameful if I felt it. So I avoided it Mm. and I couldn't receive it. Now I receive it and go, Ooh, what is this? All right, Joanna, I got you. There's something. And then poof, it goes right through me and it leaves. Mm-hmm. No, but I could see the jealousy come up in the scarcity in people. And they're very like, hold on to your acorns as a little squirrel is like, no, somebody's going to take my acorn. Nope. Can't let anybody take it. Like there's plenty of acorns. There's plenty, there's plenty, there's plenty to go around. This is an infinite universe and a rising tide lifts all ships. Let's say that again, a rising tide lifts all ships. So at the beginning, when you said we all come together, we all get stronger together. It's not like one gets stronger than the other one gets stronger. No, when we have a rising tide, we all lift, we all go. And I'm aware that it takes one person or the, like to spark that tide. They go, here we go. And then the rest, like, you know, follow along. I think of that movie. What's that movie with Mel Gibson and he's in the front and he's on a horse and he's like in blue. He's like, follow me. They'll never take our freedom. Oh, oh, Braveheart, Braveheart. Braveheart. I think of Braveheart. I think of him on the horse, rising the tide, and then everybody lifts all together. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to this right now, are you willing to be that one person to kind of start and spark it and get out of your house and start meeting people in person? Get out, start meeting new people, get out into new circles, meet different people, meet their names. I mean, get their names, start to mingle. Like there's just so many people out there and that's when change can happen. Also, um, I was going to add on Joanna with the confidence too. I want to go back to what you were saying. Oh, I want to keep my, my own thing with for myself and I don't want to share it or I don't want to talk about it because I don't want them to also have the same ideas that I have. Uh, it also comes with confidence too, because if you think, for example, I'm going to go back to my dance company before I used to think, I don't want to introduce any of my dancers to any other people because what if they end up going to them? Cause they don't want to be with me anymore. I've developed such a confidence for myself and the dance company that I think to myself, it is what it is as as far as if they want to stay with me, they'll stay with me. I'm not going to force them to stay. And if they want to leave and try other and, and meet other dancers too, then go ahead. Then it it also has become so much easier in my life Mm -hmm. to just do that and just be free and just, Go, you know, just let it happen. Let relationships happen. That's one important thing. Don't force relationships either. Let me go back to Carnival. This is a dance show that we do. And there was a few people that unfortunately, it they didn't, they didn't leave in good terms with my dance company. But I was thinking, you know what? I want to go up to them. And even though we're not the the bestest friends or anything anymore. Uh, I, 
I'm going to go up to them and talk to them and be genuine to them, but I'm not going to force it either. So I'm not going to only if my heart really wants to, and it's going to happen when it happens. I'm not going to go ahead and do it because everyone else is doing it. And it did, Joanna, and it was so easy. It was so easy for me to go up to, to certain people and just talk to them. And again, we're not, so for say building a new relationship, but I guess it's more of a, like it's a stabled, I guess, relationship where it's like, here I am. I want to let, I want to let you know that I genuinely think your piece is actually really good. And your dance, your dance is really good. Yeah. Your dance is really good. And that's it. Yeah. Okay, I'm not, I, I was genuine about it. And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to force like I was a fake or anything either. So I think that also created some kind of path where it kind of felt like, oh, the other side was like, oh, guess we can lower our walls, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And then with that, we create more Yeah, as a community. Yeah, I really love that. I mean, I've really been on this lately of, God, how do we get out more? Uh, how do we, how do I get new circles, new people, new, because in 2019, man, I was so going out there. I was meeting so many new people. And then I, you know, in 2020, it stopped and it just hit me today, right before this conversation. So I'm it's perfect timing that you said, Hey, let's talk about this. That I'm like, yeah, I'm doing exactly what I chose not to do. And now I'm still, I'm still in it where I was thinking I didn't, there was no contrast for me. I was still thinking that, yeah, I talk to people all the time. I'm in so many groups, but have I seen them in person? No. So when we had our event in person last Saturday, there was such a contrast for me to go, there's force. It accelerates a relationship when you're in person, as opposed to online. So let's say you have an online relationship for six months, but when you're in person, dude, you could do that in one hour in person what you just did in six months online even though you're talking on video the way you and i are and not through text man it accelerates it so quick because you could feel the energy differently in person but i do want to leave everybody with one tip i'll say mine after but you go first salome when you meet new people what is one tip that you do you're at an event you're at working something you walk in and you're like, I don't know anybody. What am I going to do? What's your tip? What do you do? I love being raw right away. This wasn't me before. This wasn't me before. Okay, this is something new that I started and it, it works, it's been working out for me. Raw meaning being real. Don't pretend to be someone else. It's not going to work out. That That's like your branding or whatever. Be yourself right away from the beginning. Before I used to think, I wonder how this person will like me. And I wonder if I introduce myself like this, it'll, or maybe, maybe should I introduce myself like that? Or maybe I should, maybe should I shake, should I shake the hand strong or soft? Is this a strong hand person or no? They said, you know what? Boom, done. No, do it the way you would do it with anybody. Mm -hmm. So give us an example. For example, I love shaking my shaking hands with a strong hand. And <laughs> there's been times where people are like, whoa, your, your, <laughs> your hand is so strong. Or it's like, whoa, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, that's me. That's that's my my personality. And I always smile and look at them straight in the eye. when I, I don't look away because I've met people when they introduce themselves to me, 
with the soft hand and they look away and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. So I like to say, hi, my name is Salome. Good to meet you. What's your name? And then also make it about them too, not just about yourself. Because you they can feel the energy that it's really just about you. And then they're not going to want any, any follow-up after that. Oh, touche. <laughs> touche, Salome. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I mean, I go to networking events at least, now that we're back in person, two to three a month. And I'm like, I can already tell you, I'm like, here we go. We're going to play the game. And it's remembering to go, Joanna, like you just said, be me, even though I could feel that they are so not listening to me. They did not hear my name. Here's another thing I hate. You know, when you get a name tag and you put a name tag, I personally hate name tags. That's my own personal thing. The reason being is that people just stare at the name tag and they're not really being mindful of what you're saying. They just look at your name tag and go, what's your name? And I'm like, why don't you just listen and remember, like, whatever. You know, so then I, I've met them 10 times, Salome, and they still look at my name tag. And I'm looking at them going, I've met you like 10 times, and you still don't remember my name? You're out of here, right? I'm like, get out. Like, you're so fake. But my thing, what I do is I'm really big on names. Names are my thing. When I teach fitness, when I meet people, I will remember every single person in that room, their name. That's my thing. And it's, I'm not any special than anyone else. I've just been practicing it for over 20 years. So when people go, I'm not good with names, I call BS. You're just not good with names because you just don't give a crap. You just don't care. If you really, really cared, you will learn people's names. Mm -hmm. If somebody very, very, very good looking walked in the room and you were interested in them, you'd remember their name. Trust me. Mm-hmm. because why you're interested. So if you're genuinely interested in people, you will remember their name. Now I totally get it. Like Joanna, that's difficult. It's just a muscle to be built. But when you remember somebody's name, when I meet them, I say their name three times. Hmm. Hi, Salome. Nice to meet you. Hey, Salome, do you live around here? Or, Oh, and then I'll say, Hey, Salome, do you come here often? Whatever the questions are. And like you said, Salome, you go right into them. I will ask them a question. I go right into a question and everybody listening, I never, ever, 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 ever ask them what they do. What do you do? Because first of all, everybody and their mother asked that question. And it's like, it's just so, for me, it's a cop out. It's a cop out question. So mm-hmm. what do you do? Okay. And, uh, and when somebody asks me that, I'm going, do you mean what I do for a living or what I do for fun or what I do for sex? Or like, what do you mean? What do I do? So what you're saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Salome, I think that is the dumbest question ever. You know, but I, we understand what you mean, but come on. Like it's, I think it's just a lazy question. Mm-hmm. So after I learned their name, the second thing, the question I ask them is like, Hey, where do you live? If it, it depends on it, well, any networking event, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go to a networking event in Arizona in a couple months. So I don't live in Arizona. So that's going to be a big question. Where do you live? I want to know where people are from. And then that will start a conversation. But let's say it's in the city where you and I live, Salome. You and I live in the same city. I'll ask them like, hey, what high school did you go to? If they're from this city. And then let me tell you, 99.999% of the time, it creates a whole conversation. Oh, I went to this high school. Oh, do you know so-and-so? Oh, my cousin went there. Oh, whatever. And now we're talking about, we're having this awesome conversation that has nothing to do with the lame 
event that we're at or whatever. I'm just saying that. You you know what I mean, right? It takes people's guards down. It's like, oh, thank God. She's talking to me about something else rather than the lame dinner that we're having. Like the weather's so nice. How about them Dodgers? Like how about those Lakers? It's that kind of question where it's small talk. Cause like Salome, do you like small talk? Oh, no. (laughs) Do you think most people don't like small talk? Yeah, I mean, who? Every 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 time I talk to people, and there's like a small talk, yeah. people always say like, "Oh, that's awkward. It feels weird." It feels weird, right? You feel like, yeah, small talk is like, "So, how are you?" Oh, I know. Hasn't it been hot lately? And you just talk about dumb, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just so lame. And you're like, I want to be in creative conversations. So, if you're listening to this right now, and you're like, "Yeah, it's tough for me. I hate small talk." so the small talk it's funny <laughs> okay so when there's small talk I, I I will continue small talk but I with my personality it's so out there so I'll make it bigger and I'll and I'll like, I do a lot of hand movements and stuff so let's just say oh hasn't it been hot lately yeah. oh my god right it's been hot like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah where do you live you know like <laughs> where do you live is it hot I know dude I just went in the pool yesterday yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah my fr- yeah you switch it there yeah. yes downshift exactly yeah but that's totally your comfort your personality like you said Salome with the handshake and with the hand gestures yeah I love that but if somebody listening is going well I'm not as animated as Salome or I'm not as whatever be yourself like she said be yourself if you're not as animated then be softer like who if that's how you speak then speak the way you speak and ask a question You all know I'm the question queen. So you can ask a question to yourself when you're stuck. And you can also ask a question to somebody else. Ask a question. Always ask a question. Get out of assumption. Hey, Salome, so what time did you wake up this morning? Oh, yeah. Did you go to bed late last night? And look, that com- those questions can take us down a rabbit hole of a whole conversation of the time she went to bed last night and what she what she watched and maybe she had sex last night and this, I mean, do you see how those questions rather than how are you? What do you do? People tune out and that's not genuine. And then we don't have a rising tide that lifts all ships and our relationships are not strong because we're not mindful and we're not paying attention Mm -hmm. and such a great conversation that we had with this. Yeah. Because Salome and I are right now in the building stages or rebuilding stages of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's perfect, perfect timing. And may the fourth and force be with you. Anything else you want to add in Salome? Let me just bring out two, two things with the, the, the word force. So you have the force to create the relationships, but don't force the relationships. <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. You have, we're going to add that to the show notes, but don't force. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. You have the force, but don't force the relationship. Thank you for that. And that is how we're going to end today's show. May the force be with you when you create relationships, build on past relationships, meet new people. And this is my little helpful Honda tip. This is my little, my little public service announcement. Get out of the house and start meeting people. Get out, meet more, 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 more people, and then cultivate them virtually. 
water them virtually. I love and appreciate you all, Salome, uh, and I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Two Chicks and a Mic. Salome just reminded me. I didn't say Two Chicks in the Mic at the beginning. <laughs> this is Two Chicks and a Mic on the Get Up Girl. She and I do this every month. We went right into the episode, but it's all good. We'll see you next time. And thank you so much for listening. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.